G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. Well, we're joined on the phone this morning by Mary Dickens from Fostering Hope. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. Great to have you with us and uh, looking forward to hearing a bit about an event coming up in a couple of weeks called Stand Sunday. Mm. Uh, But first of all, tell us a bit about yourself. You're uh, obviously with Fostering Hope. Um, How did that come about? What what got you involved with the organisation but with fostering generally? Yeah, so um, my husband and I have five children, um, two of our own and three that entered our home through foster care. Wow. Um, Yeah, five boys. It's very loud. Yes, I can can imagine. imagine. How old are all (laughs) your kids? Uh, So we've got a 12-year-old, an almost um, 12-year-old, 9-year-old, 5-year-old and 4-year-old. Wow. Okay, pretty busy. (laughs) Yeah, that's a busy household. (laughs) Love it. So tell me a bit about fostering. I mean, this is something that... um, I guess there's probably a little bit of un, uh, unknown about it mm. in the sense of is it, um, and I guess there's probably variations on the theme too, like is it a long-term commitment or is it just a short, you know, can you foster a, a child yeah. just for a, a few days or a few weeks? How does it all work? Yeah, so um, I guess to take a step back from that, in um, Australia, um, every state and territory is is responsible for their own child protection system. Okay. So um, when children... Um, uh, there's a concern about a child being at risk of a, abuse or a neglect. Um, neglect. Mm. <laughs> um, someone makes a notification to your state government, child safety services or child protection services, and then an investigation happens. Okay. Um, so when those kids are then, if the, the goal in Australia always is to work with the birth family and help mm. them keep their children at home and and make that work, mm-hmm. um, if it's deemed that that's unsafe and a child's removed and put into what's called out-of-home care or foster care, family-based care. Um, and and so that's where the, the the different kinds of foster care are. What's kin, uh, one is called kinship care. So kin is if the the child's placed with a family that's known to them. So it yeah, might be a yeah. grandparent or mm-hmm. a cousin or it could be a school teacher or, or yeah. a, a church youth group leader. So a kin... Um, or it's a, a foster care, so it's a different family. Mm-hmm. And there's basically, there are variations, but really it's split into long-term care. So you're mm. you're going to be the long-term carer for the child or respite carer, where okay. you're the carer who, who might have the child um, to give the long-term carers a break, yep. but also to be that extra adult in the child's life. So in, in my work in Fostering Hope, when we're trying to recruit new carers, which we also say to them, who, who could be your respite carer? So for that child, it's just an extension of their community. It's not mm. going to someone, someone else. new that they don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I get yeah. that. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. That's great. So, so respite care is never respite care. Respite care is really, really important, both for the the child, but also for that that fostering family that you've mm. got that extra support around you, and you're all on mm. the same team to try yeah. and help that that child. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. So, how did you and your husband get into? F- fostering because I mean obviously it would be a big decision yeah. for a family and for a couple to say we're going to you know bring these uh, kids because obviously they, they're coming from very troubled backgrounds so mm-hmm. how did you guys uh, go through the process of deciding to actually be foster parents so uh, our, everyone's story is different so we um my mother-in-law was actually one of one grew up in foster care so it was okay. always part of my husband's life and journey oh, right. and story wow. um and the 
And so it was always something he wanted to do. And it wasn't actually sound silly until we started fostering. And we realized this is living out our faith. We're, we're Christians, so this mm. is living out our faith yeah. um, in every single way. This is putting the lonely in families. This is showing love. This is showing hope. This is bringing healing. Um, this is changing the trajectory of a child's life. Um, it's an opportunity to love a birth family. Um, every day it's putting the needs of these kids above our own. Um, and then we began exploring my mother-in-law's story and we realized for her it was a placement in for three months only in a Christian family that changed the trajectory of her life. Wow, through, that's amazing. Yeah, and that was as a teenager and through that she connected in with the youth group, met my now father-in-law, mm. <laughs> um, you know, had a different set of adults around her speaking different truths over her life. Wow. Um, and from that, that's changed a trajectory, mm. not just for her life, but for my husband's yeah. and now for my children. That's, that's generations, that's isn't it, that uh, yeah, yeah. are impacted positively. That's awesome. Yep. That's a wonderful um, story. And, and that can happen in the reunification story as well. We've, um, we've supported fostering families who have got right involved in the birth family and, and that child's gone home, but it's gone home to a, a new future. And yeah. So, you know, it's not all about removing a child and changing them in, in foster care. Um, there's so many places that you can um, be a blessing and show God's love mm. wow. in the, in so the whole cool. story. That's, That's great. great. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, well you've got um, Stan Sunday coming up in a couple yeah, of weeks' time. So this is just an opportunity, I guess, to raise the awareness about uh, the idea of fostering, but particularly within churches. Yeah. Um, so as I was saying before, it wasn't till we really started the journey that we realized how much this was um, living out our faith. And we... Um, we began fostering hope with a bunch of other Christian fostering families just because we wanted to get the conversation on the church's radar in Australia. Um, okay. I think in Australia we've had you know, various things where the church has got involved in looking after children and it hasn't gone well. Mm. <laughs> um, and the church has kind of stepped back now and, and left that to the government. And we, we're trying to really say, come on, let's, let's get back involved. Let's let's show the community God's love for these kids um, mm. by opening our homes and our churches to them. Um, and so Stand Sunday is really about raising that awareness, encouraging churches to see your fostering kinship carers in your church um, or in your local community as local missionaries. These are people who are living out their faith every day um, for these kids. Um, and just like you'd support an overseas missionary, how are you supporting these fostering families? Wow, that's great. Um, so good. And that's really the message around Stand Sunday is stand with the foster and kinship carers in your community. Stand with the kids in care. Um, how, you know, we all know, we can all think back over our own childhood and what, um, you know, one adult that, that said something positive or said a truth into our lives and how that changed our life. Mm. So these kids need that even more because <laughs> they've had, as you mentioned before, trauma and neglect and, and negative things spoken into their lives. So... As churches, how are we getting around those kids and showing them mm. that we love for them? We love them, and we, we, you know, they can be healed and, and find a new way. Yeah, that's so good. Um, that's really exciting. That's really what Stand Sunday's about. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Well, people can get uh, involved with this. Obviously, a couple of weeks away. So, I guess for and maybe if you're a church leader and you want to find out about ways that uh, you can, uh, you know, promote some of the information in your church, uh, you can get in touch uh, with Mary and the team at Fostering Hope. Um, but certainly it's uh, coming up on the 13th of September. So we encourage you to find out more and get involved with it. Is there a website that people can go to, Mary, that can give them a bit of info on this? Yeah, so it's um, fosteringhope.community and then our Facebook page is Facebook, um, 
forward slash fostering hope community oh. and anyone can email me and I'll send them out the kit for Stand Sunday mm-hmm. um, and yeah and happy to support any churches getting involved um, and, and just spreading the message really. Yeah, oh. it's yeah. great. It sounds like a really good cause so mm-hmm. I encourage uh, many to get involved with it as possible. Fosteringhope.community is where you can go uh, to get some more details. Mira, it's been great chatting to you. Thanks so much for sharing a bit of your story with us today, but we wish you all the best, uh, particularly for Stand Sunday and for mm. uh, the work of Fostering Hope into the future. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.